Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. I'm one of the many Matts. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things now and fuck digitally rare things. So this week we are very uh, honored and lucky to have Mr. Dan Olson, he of foldable human fame. Uh, Dan makes amazing um, video essays on YouTube. Has been at it for many, 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 many years. And I was going to say, Dan, that I think that ten years now. Ten wow. Years. I, I was going to say that I think that we cross paths. Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember. I remember. I think coming across your stuff first, like during GamerGate. Is that, yeah. Does that, does yeah, that that's, seem that's about like uh, about right? A lot of us like sort of d- discovered each other around that t- around that horrible horrible time. Yeah. So, but but you make video essays. I don't know if you want to give a little a little spiel about what you do, but you you just go. You know, you're one of these video essays essayists who goes deep 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 on a subject and makes like these really long involved, um, immaculately researched pieces about you know everything from movies to you did you did a flat earth one didn't you i did a flat uh, earth one a year i did a i did a feature like basically a feature like documentary feature. on uh, flat earth uh, last year that was yeah. kind of my big like um kind of like centerpiece thing that i put out last year was uh, was in search of a flat earth which is great by the way please go please go watch that sounds like um, it might have been well-rounded sorry oh. poor pun. <laughs> You, it, I don't think we're gonna get through. It, it seems like your your punning has only gotten more uh, frequent late, as of late. I don't know what 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 accounts for yeah, that. Yeah, but... maybe it's something in the air. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do um, I do video essays on YouTube. It principally centers around or like you know I kind of I, I initially built it off of like just kind of a lot more straightforward like film analysis, talking about movies. But always within that was like. You know, I I always wanted to approach it from a structural standpoint because I've got a background in both kind of like film scholarship and film production. Um, And a thing that I kind of noticed like a decade ago when I was starting was that a lot of criticism, there was very interesting things that you could point out about like how movies end up the way that they are if you understand the underlying like production incentives and like what goes on on set and the fact that it's like you know there's people who are there standing in a field who need to make the thing happen right um and and it may not make a movie like better it may not make it worse but like it's a very interesting story you can tell about how something ends up the way that it is right and when i started the channel i i tried i was very like you know it's so the channel name is folding ideas um because i was very deliberate about like i didn't want to cage myself in and be like you know that movie guy yeah, uh, or yeah, something yeah. like that that yeah. it's like i always wanted to leave kind of a door open for doing uh for doing kind of broader stuff or things that you know intersect um you know only tangentially with film like that are more about like creative process itself that are about the industry that are about you know web culture and so on, yeah. Or or the or flat Earth, or flat, flat Earth. Earth, yeah. Which which is certainly has like a, a a big web component, obviously. Big web component, and like it's you know the 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 root of it is um is like narratology. It's about it's about yeah. stories and the way right. that we utilize storytelling yes. in order to interact with each other. Um, and so 
you know, so the flat earth thing was very much like, you know, it intersected with that a lot because it was about, you know, it's, it's like what, when you're proposing flat earth, yeah. you're telling a story. Yes. Um, in essence. And there, there are flaws to that sort of like framing of the world. I don't, you know, there's, there's the temptation of like doing that thing. It's like, oh, like everything's a story. And it's like, well, no, not everything's a story. There's other, there's other models of the universe that, right. that function. There's other models of human interaction that function, but I think it's a useful one. Um, and that fits in perfectly with sort of what we, what the reason I, I thought to bring you on to our podcast, by the way, this is, Dan, for context, like this is the 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 longest running um, NFT focused podcast in existence. Yeah, we, star- we started in 2018. We started way back when, and so just for context, in case folks haven't seen, Dan has been has been going deep on going, <laughs> going deep on uh, on NFTs and has been not too enthusiastic about what he's been finding. I I would dare say critical. I would dare say, I would dare say downright critical, and um, and you're working on a video about about am, it. Yeah, is yeah. is this going to be like a what are we what are we looking at? Like, is it going to be a, a, a like a feature length opus I, kind of I thing? I don't or, know or... how long it's going to be. Yeah, because um, sort of I, I suppose yeah. I have I have just started skeletoning out the, skeletoning out the script. Right. Um. You know. So we're about six weeks into six eight weeks into research um and just honestly like just the last couple days um in talking with other people and like you know sort of this process like it's almost like stand-up where it's like all right you you develop material and then you test drive it on twitter you like run it past other people (laughs) you know someone comes up and is like hey you've been talking a lot about this like you answer other people's questions and in those answers you're like oh like how does this explanation work like do people understand it does this make sense is it honest um and just in the last couple days i've been uh going through a process i was you know answering some questions and i i feel like at this point i'm at the at a place where i can paint a uh comprehensive like a fairly comprehensive uh picture of like the the whole stack from Mm, so mm -hmm. So, so I'm so, I'm just starting skeletoning yeah. the script now. So what I what I was hoping to do, and I would say, you know, because I because I nominally know you, you know, we've known each other yeah. like mutually Digitally on, on, for for yeah. a long time now. Um, and and I'll say, you know, there's there's different kinds of critiques that come into the space, and and some of them seem reactionary or like just kind of. Um, half cocked, but I know because I know how thoughtful you are, and 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 I I greatly enjoy your threads and um, on Twitter, and so you know I wanted to bring you on and see if you know I mean we could frame it even as like can is there anything we can change your mind about is almost what I was hoping like if we could frame it that way like like this is this is the change change Dan's mind about right, some right, aspect right. of NFT challenge. Um, Come out swinging. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this has been kind of the, like, I've gone on a complicated journey over the last, uh, over the last several weeks because, you know, there, there are compelling, uh, compelling points that are made. There are compelling stories that are told, you know, that it's like, oh, well, like imagine a future where dot, Mm -hmm. dot, dot. Yes. Um, And, and I can absolutely see the appeal in a lot of those like kind of 
you know, kind of corner cases. Um, I can see, I can myself imagine a space where like all of these things function yeah. in the way that they're, you know, like in the way that people are claiming they're going to function or in the like kind give of us, the best give us like an example. Scenario. Give us an example of that kind of like what you've heard of like the utopian kind of vision. Oh, man. NFT uh, vision. Oh, that's a, I mean, that's a hard <laughs> one which to just one? kind of pull yeah. off like uh, off the. <laughs> right. It's know. like name any song. Go. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Uh, <laughs> well, twinkle, we don't have to twinkle. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, yeah. yeah so. um you or, know, but, or let's let's start more with then let's start more with your your main critique, especially the what you know the the thread that really is the one that it seems like you just keep adding to is this one of um, you. Yeah, you just started I, I'll, accepting. Like, start a second thread and put like five tweets in, and then just go back to that one back. like mega thread but, again. But you like... you you started accepting every single Discord invite to every single. Oh, sh- that was you. Oh, that's so shit, funny. Every single shit one. PFP project. Oh my god. Uh, well, every single one. Every single and, one. And um, and and so what? <laughs> well, and this and, is the thing. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, one yeah. of the things that I learned through doing that. And yeah. and it may seem that it's like, okay, well, this is self-confirming, right? Like, of course you came across garbage while you were doing that. You, yeah. you know, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Um, but the caveat that I'd put on that is I actually learned something far more interesting, which yeah. is that it's not nearly so simple. You know, yeah. I got just as much spam for NFT worlds and humanoids, uh, which are, you know unquestionably successful projects you know mm-hmm. that that sold out their stock that have stayed alive that uh, generated a tremendous amount of hype and that people continue to be like excited about okay. so i got just as much spam for that stuff as i did for uh uh you know authenticated rug pulls like um uh hood punks and yeah. stamped uh, with the valid the signature of a, yeah. a rug pull yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so so the thing that i found in the exercise is that it in and of itself was not actually that much of a sorting mechanism mm. mm-hmm. interesting like like, like yeah. just accepting all the things that if it, you it just didn't... accept all of them like you're yeah. going to get like it it's not going to that the, process in and of itself is not going to be the thing that like concentrates it in like all right all you're getting is rug pulls yeah, all sure. you're getting sure, is sure. like you know overhyped things that are gonna they're gonna sell five percent of their stock and then the creator's gonna be like it's okay guys we can d- yeah. we're all gonna make it yeah. any day now to <laughs> yeah. the moon you yeah. know that it's like you're you're not just gonna get the most pathetic you know drudgery stuff you are going to get the you know you are going to get the blue chip stuff in there as well interesting what do you mean by blue chip because i haven't heard of the other two things that you mentioned that's the thing that i'm curious about is like what is the world that other people are seeing because obviously every perspective of this nebulous cloud is unique um but i'm wondering like what what are some blue chips that you've seen that have done the spammy discord messages and like what does blue chip mean in that context I mean, humanoids is probably the. I don't even know humanoids. I don't think either of us know humanoids. Yeah. Humanoids. Let me see if I've seen them. Humanoids NFT. I'm trying to remember the. Um, there was a couple influencers who went. Oh, I have big seen on that. These. I think Jay Z bought one or was given one or something like oh, that. Oh, the influencer thing is is yeah, that's a topic. Um, I think I'll be on your side. <laughs> Uh, for that <laughs> well yeah well, so, i mean it's, so, it's transparent how the like so like it's, ex- wh- it's excessively human- transparent yeah. it's like why did humanoids succeed it's like well yeah because they had you, a ton of money 
you could you, you know, could take that all the way back to Bored Apes. Why did yeah, Bored Apes Bored succeed? Apes, because like, I was reading the profile on them. God, I was reading the yeah. profile, and they're like, "We're yeah. just three humble guys who come from rich families." Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god, oh, I course. didn't know that. Oh, that's hilarious. And and the fact is, it sat it sat un it sat like unnoticed for a couple of weeks until Pranksy aped in and bought. Um, I don't know, bought like 300 of them and then started tweeting them to pump his bags. Right. And yeah. then, mm-hmm. and that's how these, that's how most of these things operate. And so, you know, I mean, one of the things what, that oh, I find one of the interesting other ones that was, uh, yeah. they're, they're running billboards in times square. Yeah. Well, there's uh, all oh God, the billboards were wild. The, the billionaire, uh, something billionaire, Apes, row, billionaire row, club or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, that like, it's another one where it's like, why were they, why were they successful? So, well, cause they already had a ton of capital. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, here's so, the thing that I, I noticed yeah. in Times Square, though, is that yeah. I didn't recognize any single project that was <laughs> advertising you know in Times Square. You've seen Woody's, right? I saw, I saw Woody's. Yeah. I did, I'm, yeah. I'm cursorily or whatever. Like, I have yeah. one touch point with Woody's right. where someone right. mentioned it. Yeah. And then, obviously, the, like, oh, someone put a punk up, and then the, yeah. the Kazomo so Medici was putting like, all the blue chips. But I, all yeah. of I'm the other things, thinking I need no to take a. I'm honestly thinking I need to take a trip to New York before, uh, like, for for filming this and get. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You want to get that I mean, that the graffiti is kind of sick. That's that's some that's some fun. Like, people are actually going out and doing things in the world because of it. Like, the the graffiti that people are doing in Bushwick is is kind of cool. I I would just want to I just want to like I just want to pause here though and point out that like all this stuff is stuff that we like rail against on the podcast constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this stuff is Yeah, we're we talking are... about like the hyper financialization, like mimetic um like centralization of like thoughts and ideas, like hype the thing, sell the thing. Like yeah, that's that's a pattern. And and we even released a project specifically like to you know the troll yeah, project. Specifically to make fun of it. So the I, irony I think... is yeah. And and on this ground is where I think that it's like I, I think we are a lot actually in agreement and where Absolutely. it ends up diverging is mm-hmm. in okay. the, the question of like who's steering the ship. Right. Uh, what are is the what... ultimate aims of the, the machine as a whole? Totally. And increasingly like in the, what I, was, I mentioned earlier, like the journey that I've gone on and that's kind of it is coming to this conclusion of like, you know what, ultimately my 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 gripes with it are with the machine that mm-hmm. yeah. it's a system that is claiming that it's going to fix all of the problems with you know this like oh like look at what banks have done to us look at the 2008 yeah. financial crash yeah. look at you know stock manipulation look at all of this stuff that the ultra wealthy that like wall street is a, like the kind of gambling that they're able to do with impunity and the system and then crypto is just like what if it was your boot on you know it's like one you know it's like you're get you're getting pressed down by this boot but it could be your boot and and that's ultimately where you know like so my my criticism at this point is ultimately is is structural what are the aims of the system who has power within it who Mm -hmm, does it mm -hmm. empower what does it claim like who's it claiming to uh to empower Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. And just the fact that, like, I take a lot of umbrage with the fact that it's, like, that it's it's making these promises about, like, you know, empowering artists. It's making promises about, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's going to control the future with decentralization. And I just don't think it can it can cash any of those checks. 
You know, mm, I look I at like what, what what what's the power of smart contracts in the future? What's the power of NFTs in the future? And people it's like, you know, decentralization, own your goods. Uh, and I just see it as like, you know, this is I, I think the the industry, I think the market has under criticized how those tools can be used for evil. Mm. That it's like what what's That's fair. what's you know <laughs> what's Ubisoft gonna do? You know, like this was one of my like kind of one off tweets is that it's yeah. like, yeah, imagine if you could like, you know, you you buy a you know, you buy a horse in World of Warcraft and you own that horse. You can sell it, you can yeah. trade it for other goods, you can do all this. You know, there's the mm-hmm. there's your story. And meanwhile, the actual companies are like hardware enforced DRM. Right, we can right. actually prevent you from ever selling anything for yeah. any reason yeah. ever. Because, like, you know, that it's like it, it is handing over some tr- – like, all of the power of smart contracts to automate certain types of transactions and exchanges, all of that is just as much power to oppress, just as much power mm-hmm. to lock things down even tighter. And I think hmm. the the dystopia that I see, the like, in, in the Web3 narrative is more paywalls more expensive paywalls, less control, less ability to actually like participate because the tools in order to, you know, web two was already a huge leap in terms of the technical complexity of participating in the web on a, like in the way that we had back in the GeoCities days. And web three is just like, okay, well now not only do you need like, you don't just need website design experience. You need like you know, you need hardcore programming experience in order to utilize like these smart contracts that are the underpinning of everything. And if you screw it up, you are exposing yourself to like a tremendous amount of, you know, vulnerability because it's not just it's not just your website. It's not just, oh, well, people put in their credit card information and they get a bunch of like, you know, it's like, oh, you've got 8000 diamonds that you can spend within our little sandbox. You have tapped your thing into the entire force of the economy. And so the cost of failure is astronomical. Sure. OK, there's a lot to unpack there and there's been, a lot to unpack i've been there, trying yeah. <laughs> i've been trying to keep the stack of of comments and but the web will just keep growing um the thing that i came into this conversation with was i think what you mentioned at the beginning which was that yeah i think we're in agreement like i figured the resolution would be that um there is something new and interesting and novel here and that happened three four or five years ago um but the machine like you mentioned uh, is maybe not co-opting is the wrong term, but is now in control. And who is in control of that machine? That is a different yeah. thing than what what is actually happening or what is happening underneath, which is that like now you have digital objects. Um, what? Do, how does society change because of that? Um, my only question then is that is there one machine? Um, oh no, my fucking browser is doing the bullshit again. Oh no. Um, oh my god. Such bad timing too. So we were getting I know, I know, I know, I know. It's... Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, we had some technical uh, difficulties. So the next part you hear is us coming back online after having dealt with the technical difficulties. Sorry about that, folks. I don't know how we'll stitch this together. So apologies to any listeners. Um, but you were mentioning the increased complexity of the tooling uh, being an issue. And um, I don't know, I feel like part of that 
two thoughts of that is that like one that just rhymes with what just happened, which is like, I don't understand how my computer works at all. And yet we're still okay about it. Um, and two is like, it feel like it feels like that rhymes with the early days of the web in like a very explicit way, which is that, yeah, if you fuck up your database and expose all of your credit card numbers and your users, SSNs or whatever, like that's basically the same. Um, and now the problem of course, with the, the, the inherent problem with, uh, the blockchain and from a security standpoint is it's like interconnectedness. Um, the bugs that we see today, the exploits have transitioned from the last three or four years from individualized exploits. Someone forgets to add one here. Someone does less than instead of less than and equal to here. Yeah. Um, individualized problems to systematic problems where someone can do something in a separate protocol over here that lets them change a number over there and that affects this thing and then this whole complex system ends up having an output that is not desired those are the bugs that we see today and um i think i'd agree that that feels rather existential um but i'd also suggest that that rhymes with the world today um, yeah i mean and that's part of uh i i guess part of this criticism is that the you know, it's like it rhymes with the world today. It's like, okay, so you haven't, what what actual problem have you fixed? And because if you haven't fixed an actual problem, then you're just like why you're just yeah. changing the you're just changing the paint. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I think there are a ton of benefits to this new version of doing the same things that humans want to do all the time, which is like send money to their friends and own things. And I mean, this is this, you know, if we talk about like some of the utopian kind of stuff that I was trying to get at earlier, like the the broader utopian vision that I always think about with with NFTs. Um, wait, before I do that, I just want to say, like, I agree with you, Dan, also, even in the kind of like, we've created something that's going to solve everything for everybody kind of mentality, the kind of like blind faith in this is like a panacea for like, yeah. you know, I can just speak about it as a musician, like, you know, um, uh, uh, this is something I've heard over and over and over again for 15 years as a musician is like, we've created the thing that's going to solve everything. But yeah. NFTs is one of the first things that I found that is genuinely new, genuinely different. And I don't think that it's going to like solve everything no, in any way. It's but not what I've be as always good said, or as bad as for me, expect. exactly for me, what it's, what it, what it represents is like, yet it's just another tool in the tool chest. Like it's a legitimate, it's a legitimate mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. way of like, you know, like I had Patreon, like just sp yeah. strictly yeah. speaking it's, for myself, I had really Patreon, I had this, the, I had that. Now I have NFTs. Now I have like yeah. another thing yeah. that I can sell and I can make money to support making my art. And that and, to me is like enough almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, I am empathetic to that, uh, to, to that. Like I don't, I, I, I don't begrudge anyone anyone that or reading it from that and again this is where it's like my my opinion has kind of like my my scope has like pulled back to like all right what's what's the aims of the system that it's like that if if nfts just like as like if the functionality of nfts just kind of existed in like if it if it popped into existence today absent the history that we already yes. have with cryptocurrency right. and the right. goals of cryptocurrency yeah i would probably be like okay that's kind of neat yeah yeah you know it's like all I've, right I've, it's another it's a it's a new storefront 
you know, that yep. supports a wide variety of media. Um, that's kind of neat. And it's a different model. It's like a, it's a, it's different, a, it's yeah. a t- whole different mental model and for like I think what the what mental is. model is the shift for me. Right. It's even less so about the technology for me these days is like that's what I what got me here. But what I got interested in is like art 101. Um, the sheer the lack of scarcity on the web is what has contributed to the social consensus that digital things have no value your work as a digital artist the digital work that you produce all of that is inherently valueless because it is infinitely reproducible this is why we have the creator economy of today where the only way to make money is to get eyeballs which is to get views which is to produce a thing and like have that be monetized in some like second-hand way um the flip that happened with digital objects is now you have digital objectness and everything we already know about how objects work applies to digital things now which importantly means the social consensus that like an artist can produce a work and then sell it and that is the that's it like you can just produce art for art's sake like we were talking to eclectic method about this where if they wanted their animation um person if they wanted to make money they had to make ads they had to do uh, VFX, like there's no way to just produce art using the tools that you like and have someone who likes it purchase it from you because societally that was not okay. Um, right. and it's and like, I, like I you can this, buy an, sorry. yeah, sorry. It's like you can buy an email with a dot MOV in it, but no one did. Right. I started a, uh, I started a script actually back in like May when we first got like the, the, expo- yeah. like, you know, the explosion of uh, yeah. interest after the people sale. And my initial take on it was like, okay, I'm, I'm deeply empathetic to, because like at the time, the vast majority of NFTs that you were seeing were from like uh, truly digital, digital artists. They were, mm-hmm. you know, uh, modelers, um, you know, modelers, texture artists, animators. What, what in, in the space CG. we call sort of one of ones. The 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 market was very heavily towards like one of one of one artworks. Well, I mean, hmm. even even just on a like uh, even just on a a medium level sure. that it's like yeah. okay, so yeah. this is something that it's like all right, if you're a illustrator you have print options that are available. Like there are yeah. multiple mediums that, that a static image can be recreated in. Um, but if you are a 3D modeler who creates like small looping animations of, you know, infinite machines, well, that can only be digital. And yeah. there really yeah. isn't a way, you know, like admittedly, like aside from kind of a very abstract level of patronage there mm-hmm, really exactly. isn't a way to do anything else with that and so i was like all right i was instantly empathetic to it. it's like all right if you're in this clade of uh, of artists this makes a hundred percent sense mm-hmm. and i i get it and then and then where did you go right and then I but started looking at like the actual group. economics of the underlying thing and just that it's like, okay, well, so what are we seeing here? We've got, you know, Fars and Fard and Fard uh, dumping millions of dollars into this system while holding, you know, millions and millions of dollars in Ether. You've got, and like, and the Fars and Fard and Fard 
situation was happening a dozen times over with other individuals and it's like oh okay this is all actually just a manufactured this this is it's it's a bubble this is a manufactured mm-hmm. thing these mm-hmm. these buyers don't exist they don't actually care about this person's digital artwork what they care about is that the attention gained from those high price sales are going to drive the price they're going to drive the sale price of the currency which they hold in massive volumes and you mean in this case like eth yeah yeah oh interesting i hadn't heard of that before and thus their wealth you know goes up it's the same kind of i mean i mean this is a level of cynicism that i bring to like twitter uh you know that it's like why you know twitter and discord are looking at you know, verification integration and like MetaMask integration. And mm-hmm. it's because their founders and owners are heavily vested in Ethereum. And the news cycles generated from doing that integration and people going like, pump oh, the, Twitter's doing Ether, you know, Ethereum integration stock. now. Yeah. That's hmm. going to increase the value of Ether, which will increase Jack's personal wealth far more in a single day than any cha- than any other thing he could do to actually improve the product that he sells <laughs> so all that all of that may be true i mean i, I don't know if you, you yeah. know like it's hard to know what is in people's heads but that's a perfectly like um perfectly reasonable uh uh story to tell about like why you you know for to take the beeple sale for instance i mean like you can see in that beeple sale something very similar to this where the guy who bought beeple right he he then he then like tokenized it he fractionalized it and made a whole currency out of this b20 thing and it's like he wasn't buying it because he liked the art he was buying it to to create this entire financial thing and to go back to what you were saying this is something I've said in this podcast for years, which is in some ways it's like, it is kind of like uh, disappointing that, that crypto's first use case was money mm-hmm. and not NFTs. Right. Cause they're all just digital objects. Cause yeah, they're all just, just digital, it could yeah. have been NFTs. It could have been Satoshi Nakamoto could have come along and been like, what if there was a digital object that that right. worked on the blockchain? Like, right. and what, like, how, how would it look different then if we didn't have this whole, history mm-hmm. of crypto bros everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway Matt, right you have something yeah i mean and, and well, this is why i mentioned earlier the that it's like if if nfts popped into existence now without the right. legacy of crypto yeah i would have be a very, very different, different appeal on yes, it but i totally. think and and this sort of goes back like steps steps back that it's like who's steering the ship sure so i don't know that there so my my question about the ship is that i'm not sure that there are there is one ship to be steered right. i think there are right this was, many. this was uh, this was, and this I, is I like, wrote a note this was the train of thought yeah. that we got interrupted by the time right, we got, right. uh, yeah. um to to unwind the stack just a little bit further though the points about discord and and twitter are interesting because well one twitter jack doesn't jack surely owns ethereum but has never publicly said the word ethereum um he's if a Twitter's, bitcoin maxi yeah if twitter's integrating ethereum he's, it's because people want twitter ethereum integration um and also discord famously like just earlier today or yesterday not famously but like it was loud on twitter um like stepped back from their um ethereum integration because of how loud the anti-nft um group was when they heard that they were um proposing it um and so like i didn't catch that it moves so fast it moves moves so fast. fast yeah and so like both of those examples are really tough for me. It's like, and additionally, I feel like the, the, what it's not wash trading, but it is like buying 
pieces of art at incredibly high value based in ether i think that is very easily explained by people who bought ether at you know three hundred dollars and are price anchored to like oh this is like fucking nothing to me um and i think that that rhymes with reality or the analog world i should say where it's like yeah art is a market is you know it's not all that da vinci was the greatest painter of all time it's that everyone knows about da vinci the mona lisa that kind of thing like it's it always has this aspect of external value the social stuff it has the internal value of like you know maybe it's a key that gets you in a door or it's like this personal value of like damn that's just a really cool painting and it makes me feel a thing and that is worth x dollars to me um like it's a all objects have always had these things. And I think Mm -hmm. criticizing digital objects in particular for like expressing a high amount of external social, like market-based value is like, it's just like that has already existed. And yeah, it's unfortunate that that's the dominating meme at this point in time, but I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't request that anyone write it off because of that. I mean, I think the the hitch that I have there is that the only path I see out of this oubliette um, is Ooh, oubliette. is that a mass market of creators buy into the system and essentially like fabricate the you know a a cleaner market. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's literally and that's kind of like, like okay, right? but who who is served by doing that? So, so, so here, so so this is, that actually ties into like what the next thing I want to say is like, um, uh, in, in the sense of like, if, if you take the view that NFTs are, are not a panacea, they're not like a, they're not like a a thing that's going to solve anything for artists at all, just like on their own, um, you know, you'll find tons of artists who are trying to make it in NFTs who are trying to, like, sell their stuff and having a hard time. And that's just, like, that's because that's just how that works. Yeah, the um, rules of the game The, the attention changed. economy don't yeah. change. It hasn't changed. That hasn't but, changed at all. But I think you will, if you look around, like, you will find, you know, uh, just for instance, Matt and I, you know, I, I can't speak for Matt, like, I, um, prior to like making money in this space, and by the way, I've never bought ETH. I've only ever sold songs and had and gotten ETH that way. And also selling the stupid trolls that we sold. But, um, uh, I'll say, you know, I've, I've bought art either from friends or off of society six or somewhere probably like three or four times in the last 15 years. But like, I buy art from people a couple times a week now, um, both because, you know, I've been really lucky in that, you know, I've been able to like have the money, but, but this is something that I hear from anyone who makes even a little bit of money in crypto ends Mm -hmm. up, it makes a little bit of money in ETH ends up spending that money on other people's art. And so you could, you can look at that in two ways. You can say, that is a fucking pyramid scheme you know uh right down well, the center I, I would say a pyramid scheme i would say that's a that's a captive economy a cap mm. what is like the, sort what, of so self-dealing it's self-dealing well not not strictly self-dealing self-dealing is a specific thing but it, it's it's okay. a captive economy it's so uh, what is a captive economy uh, yeah. all of them like the money goes in and then it just kind of rattles around inside circle yeah um 
I mean, I know I'm paying for my rent with ETH, so that's that's some some same. amount of out. But same. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this is my spicy take to piggyback off of Jonathan. I kind of hesitate to share it here because it's a sort of reversal of spice um, it out. The, the spicy take is that I care less and less about the fundamentals of the technology and more and more about the cultural acceptance that digital things can have value. Right. Um, and um, like, I forgot. Oh, I was going to tie that back into something hyper specific. Damn it. Um, but yeah, fuck. What was it? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and I would, I would say, I don't, I, I yeah. don't think people broadly, or at, at least I, I have been seeing oh, in the decade the that I've been in, in the decade that I've been doing this, I have seen a shift in the way that people conceptualize, um, digital creation mm-hmm. and, I am in part in like I'm enheartened by the fact that like people don't like I don't really care if people see digital objects as having value. I care more about people seeing labor as having value. That people see the the work of artists, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the work of creators as yeah. as having value because like yeah. the the videos I make are just videos. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a I'm alive. I'm a person. My my stuff is just it it's stuff. Uh, yeah you know so yeah no totally i think that that's a larger that's a a, a grand old problem um as i've taken to calling them um of like yeah, labor it, not it, being it, accurately measured by it has been with know, humanity capitalism. since yeah. we uh since we, we invented agriculture and it will be with us always yeah and so i don't know that crypto and certainly not nfts are like a direct stab into the heart of that problem but i do think that they provide um optimism and optionality for attacking it um and you can specifically look at things like gitcoin which are like trying to alternatively measure like open source contributions or like um there's all these hyper contextual ways in which labor has not been accurately measured um and crypto gives or at least programmatic smart contract interactions give you another tool with which to fight that demon um and NFTs are just one tool in that bucket for artists where it's like, cool, well, now people can more accurately measure that labor of producing a piece of art that looks cool um, and buy the NFT of it. And if that is like, that alone feels fine to me. Like if that's the end point of it, which is that people look at uh, an artist's work and are like, yeah, I want this and then trade money for it. That's cool. Like that's, we've solved a real problem, a fundamental problem in society is specifically for digital artists. Um, like generative art has found its medium that was impossible before generative art was a, a laughable concept in the art world before, because it simply was like you, you produce infinitely many that. variations. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been seeing, I've been seeing generative art in installations oh, since 2004. Absolutely. But it doesn't have the cachet of art in the same way that like a digital artist simply doesn't have the cachet of an oil painter. Like right. those They're, societally yeah. are just not the same. And a lot of that is because and generative the limitations art, of delivery. Exactly. And like artists have been for years now, like if you want to sell a video file to a museum, which happens all the time, like people sell digital art to museums all the time. 
Um, artists are compelled to make a thumb drive and decorate the thumb drive such that it has physicality and deliver that to the museum with, you know, pinky promising that there's only 10 copies of it. Like, well, and what? also, by the way, that comes with a certificate. Remember, right. remember what Matt, oh, what Matt right. and physical... John from Larva Labs told us yeah. about was like, the way it works and is they just they give you a, like right. a little certificate to say this is the one right in the same and way so, that like you know the blockchain works. yeah no it's exactly the same and so all nfts are is just the more natural expression of what we were already doing um and you know trying to force fit into our previous medium which is like we have a digital piece but we don't understand how digital things can be secure so let's make it physical so that we can pretend it is and everyone playing that game should look at nfts and be like oh yeah that's what I was doing. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, I I think the kind of the root there is neither actually solve the problem. What is the solving the problem? What is the problem then? Like because it's like it's still it's it's still files. Like a I mean, this is the whole like right clicker oh. mentality thing. Oh, that's that it's totally like, fine. Can, that's a, that's not a problem yeah. to be solved. That is amazing that information is free on the internet. And this is my big like counterpoint to everyone who's like, oh my god, we had this utopia of infinite per purely uh, free information that copied everywhere. Um, I'm like, that hasn't gone away. You can still build that future. The world denied you that future because of Facebook, because of Napster being killed by, like, group tra- Like, the world denied that future not because of NFTs. That was denied before digital scarcity ever existed. Um, you can still build that future. NFTs are a tool, and they work incredibly well for certain things and incredibly not well for other things. Um, and I'm, I'm, that's my counterpoint to everyone who's like, oh, you took this utopia from us. Like, no, it was already gone. Our data, like, yeah. And, and NFTs actually have a chance to, to like, they really do, um, Matt, talk about like the, the decoupling thing of NFTs. Yeah, this is the opportunity, right? Like the opportunity is in the blend of these two things, right? We have perfectly free information that can be copied and saved. And that is beautiful. That is amazing. That is a natural aspect of the digital substrate. That is just what happens on computers. Um, And that change is important because our concept of ownership, our concept of value is so attached. It's rooted in this physicality of owning an object, a single one of one object composed of unique atoms. Um, Detaching that is actually really powerful because now you can look at something like a meme and suggest that this meme is valuable because everyone has seen it. And what then does it mean to like own the meme? That is a, a, you know, that's a common question as well. What does ownership mean when you divorce it from access to something? And importantly, with access, you divorce it from your ability to restrict um, others' access. And I think that the definition of ownership is up for you, both the creator and the perceiver, to decide, right? It could yeah. be, yeah, and on it could my be side nothing or it could be anything. As I, yeah, and on my side of things, as I more deeply interrogate like that exact question of like, well, what does it yeah. mean to own something? I just get radicalized even farther in the direction of like ownership is a fake concept. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's super. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, then it's no. like that. that Property like, is right, theft. Well, why? So like, why build? A, why build a system that like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. digitally imposes scarcity onto a non-scarce thing? It's like you don't have to though. That's the thing. No one's forcing you to interact with nfts no one is forcing you as the artist to make your digital thing scarce it is a well, tool this this is where 
I, again, this is where my pessimism comes in, which is that I think the interests of corporations and major platforms uh, that that basically if NFTs are successful, then corporatization is inevitable. What do you mean and by corporatization? And like, how does that combine with the sort of... Um, you know, everyone's like, oh, NFTs for games. And then all of the game companies are like, ha, no. Well, so, I mean, well, because the game companies are actually, I mean, okay. So, th- I mean, that's a, that's a whole complicated, I could do an hour yeah. just on, uh, just, <laughs> that's on true, yeah. just on that. Um, yeah. I've that, never been super, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah. The short term with the like game the, thing is like, sorry, go ahead. The, the process of like, I was talking about this earlier, the, the, that, that we would, uh, uh, the the corporatization is basically that it's like okay someone like Facebook someone like Google someone like uh, you know Twitter whatever mm-hmm. they have vast amounts of capital sure. that they can leverage and capital is power uh, mm-hmm. and sure. whatever decentralized power uh, you know crypto enthusiasts currently think they have will uh, crumble to dust the bucket, yeah. at the you know when. You know, what would that what would that look like though? What do you imagine to... that just just that they could build a computer that could like um like a quantum computer or something that could like destroy No, I think uh he's no, talking no, no. like just... more systemically. Um yeah, just, just like I mean, in the same way know, that so like a Facebook you know, built the, Facebook. Yeah. You know, Ethereum mm. too has like they have this acknowledged risk of like, you know, the fifty one percent uh fifty one percent attack that oh, they you're hold thinking more a- more direct. Yeah. Well, not even more direct. Like I do actually mean more abstract, but like mm-hmm. in a very like in a very du- like a very direct mm-hmm. example in of it concrete. would be that yeah, like totally. you know, a a mega corporation, you know, like oh, what is it? Um yeah. Grossenfarber or whatever, you know, that, that German megacorp that actually owns like 90% of the products that you find in a drugstore. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, they don't want you to like know the, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, these corporations yeah. that own corporations that own corporations that own yeah. corporations. That yeah. It's like if they want to leverage themselves into that space, they could, in fact, actually just like 51% attack Ether. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. If, but what's, if the just, more, what's the more abstract version of that? Like what's the more the right. abstract well, version? It's just yeah. that it's like why does, why does Facebook have the power that it does? Well, mm. because it controls, it controls mind share. It controls use. Like that sure. users buy into their system and mm-hmm. use their platform. Platforms right. ultimately end up being I mean, the like dominant powers in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And a distributed hardware network does absolutely nothing to prevent a right. platform from becoming right. a de facto well, centralized, uh, centralized so, point. And OpenSea right, is going to totally. be the example I was immediately going to go yeah. to. Yeah, you yeah. know that uh, Calvin Becerra appealing yeah. to OpenSea to validate yeah. his claim of <laughs> yeah. theft of his uh, of his yeah. right. Yes, and right. they did. Hel- yes, and they did. That, it. That's and, a whole and thing. Open, I don't want to go down that route. Well, OpenSea <laughs> is a whole thing, and we that's and a whole you thing. know, uh, but yeah. To your point, though, right? Like, I don't think that platforms necessarily control. Um, mindshare, but I think that they are given right, mindshare. Yeah. Right? And I think humans have a natural tendency to tend towards centralization um, initially yeah, it's, like, it's because convenient. it's easier. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um, my, my hope, and this is like, you know, there's a tinge of optimism here, is that in Web 2, or what we see as the world today, um, centralization was partly a technical requirement. You simply can't build what humans want to do with computers in a decentralized user-operated way 
um, with the technology that we had. Um, it was simply not possible. And if you want to build Facebook, you build a data center with databases and blah, 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 blah. You build Facebook. Um, you simply couldn't send messages P2P at the scale of the world. Um, but now that's becoming more possible. And it's there's an argument to be made that decentralized computing, um, this like protocol to protocol interaction where users own like the namespace, whatever, is a more accurate representation of what humans want to do with technology um, than what we have today. And, and in that this way, is there's the this utopian hope. vision. This is the uto- this all the way back in the beginning. Sort of this is what I was imagining is of uh, right, keep right, going. Right. Sorry, I just want to say like this is sort of like when we start talking about. Yeah, this is like broad uh, Dan, and you de- utopian. You, you describing like these these future cases. This is what I was wondering if this is what you meant. Is right. This so this idea of like, that it's like okay, here's my here's my namespace, and my namespace encompasses effectively like all of my social media profiles and, I and my it. personal website sure. and my uh, you know and my paste bin and my like whatever and my tweets like every yeah. every single thing that i put out into the world on the internet is not owned by twitter it's not owned by facebook it's not owned by a corporation it's owned by me and the blockchain is what sort of allows that to happen and i can decide what to do with it as i mm. as i will do i want to sell it to somebody uh in the you know for, for does that even for make ad- sense yeah does it totally. even make sense in that context that's yeah. that to me is like the what most people tend, and it sounds like you, you, this, you're not among them, but what most people tend to miss about NFTs is that it's not I mean, I, about I JPEGs. comprehend it. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I comprehend the vision. I just don't think it. Yeah, I, you don't I, feel I, it. Yeah. I see, I see some, uh, some dragons over the horizon. No, that I think totally. Stand between. Yeah, I mean the corporatization yeah. thing is super real, right? And we we see it happening around us on like micro scale, right? There's a lot of like. Uh, there was a good tweet Visa the other day a, that was like bought a CryptoPunk. Right, Visa buys CryptoPunk, which you know uh, that that feels like uh, pumping bags. That's a that's a good example <laughs> for the instead yeah. of the Twitter one. Um, Everyone's saying the, it's like, oh, you know, Ether's gonna gonna undo the banks, and it's like Bank of America holds a lot of Ether. Right, <laughs> and Bank of America has a controlling stake and something or other. Yeah, no, um, the power structures are aware that things could change and. At least the smart ones are making sure their claws are involved. And so that is stressful and existential. Um, I forgot what I was going to say earlier, but yeah, that's that's a real concern. Um, I mean, the optimism is that, you think about games, for example. Um, the gaming groups, the gaming companies have no incentive to deal to give users more control which is what yeah. nfts are at the end of the day is slightly more control over things that you ostensibly own but well, are and that, and, in fact and again, renting that's you know just to just to reiterate i yeah. don't think that's an inherent truth because the What's smart that? contract system is so powerful that mm-hmm. it can be ownership just as well as it can be shackles Oh, that, like you can you can structure a you oh, know yeah, certainly. you can you structure can a seven, uh, like thing. an EC seven twenty one token to be just mm-hmm. as locked down as literally anything that uh, totally you know, and to I think be the more optimism, locked down yeah that, so the optimism is that you don't have to though right like we can start like it 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 is it is possible to build a centralized dystopian hellhole um, on top of a centralized dystopian hellhole um, as it is possible to build that on top of a decentralized one a decentralized foundation Um, but you can't go the other way around and so by starting with decentralized foundation where the values are imbued in the technology which is both a blessing and a curse 
um, we have something like Zora, which is an open permissionless auction house for, for digital objects. You can look at the code, which, you know, right now, no one, you don't have to, you don't have to know solidity. You can just trust that if someone else has blah, 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 in the same way that you trust other systems to do what you expect. But like this thing simply exists. You have, there are certain guarantees around it, but it could be built and it was, and that just wasn't possible before fundamentally impossible before. Um, for you to have a decentralized way to sell your thing with no percent fee from the platform. Um, that's insane, right? Like, that's crazy. Um, you can't build Zora on top of the world today. It must be built on this new foundation. And so there's like a tinge of optimism. Um, not a tinge, a quite a bit, a whole yeah, dollop of optimism there. Yeah, you have to like, drink. I mean, literally, you have to drink a, a certain amount of Kool-Aid to, you know, to believe in it. But it's like... Um, and that seems to be what it comes down to. It's like either you either you are, are get excited by this vision enough to say like, well, let me let me explore this more and, and help try to build it mm -hmm. or it or it just seems it just seems yeah. insane. I mean, yeah, yeah, there is a little bit of a leap of faith. Um, and I point this out a lot with the access and ownership thing, which you're right to to point at, Dan, is like okay, we've divorced access and ownership. What the fuck does ownership mean anymore? Um, like that's a valid like seam to point at. And I like the answer that I, I mean, give all the time. I've got so many people it, in my mentions who are just oh, like, like, yeah, but I would own that right. world what of does that horse. Mean? And it's like, <laughs> totally. It's like, okay, yeah. wow. Still going to go offline at some, you know, some right, 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 dude. right. No, I think, um, I think the gaming thing is definitely like, I'm not, that's not something I'm optimistic about. Um, I mean, and I'm optimistic in ways that gaming. are not, yeah, I'm optimistic in ways about gaming that are not like, wow, having NFTs. I'm optimistic in ways of like, okay, cool. You can just build a type of game that has never been seen before, which, you know, if you get real, I'm 14 and this, this is deep. That's like, you know, the web three meta game that we're all playing. Um, but yeah. And same thing with like the metaverse, like that's not exciting to me personally but um i forget how we got there uh, i i have a question for you dan ha um in in researching this have you done like the 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 uh i don't want to say this just like the the basic steps of onboarding yourself into web3 have you set up a mm -hmm. metamask yeah have you i've gotten got a, some i've ETH? got a metamask um oh boy, the things that I could mention about that onboarding <laughs> process. Oh, like, it's awful. Oh, boy, it's garbage. Oh, boy. Like, just oh, the fact, yeah. just the fact that they're like, okay, here's your, here's if your you hash as, yeah. 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 as a yeah. series of words. This is the yeah. most important thing in yeah. your life now. Yeah. 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 Here, yeah. Here's, yeah. Super valid. all right, enter your, enter your account <laughs> password. All right, now enter your secret code. We will yeah. not obfuscate it. Yeah. Right, 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 and I'm right, like, right. Okay, you obfuscated my password. How are you children? Is this yeah. the first program you have ever built? Are you aware? Like, why are you kidding me? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah. I am, I, I mean, the, the number of things that like enthusiasts are like, oh, imagine right. like when you could have all of this stuff tapped in your MetaMask. I'm like, that's horrifying. All of the yeah. things you destroyed that it's like, imagine if yeah. you could have your like university, you know, your university degree attached to your MetaMask. Imagine if you could put your, your yeah. deed and your yeah. medical records. And I'm like, yeah. shoot me in the face. What a yeah. horrifying prospect <laughs> of creating yeah. such a monumental point of failure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I could nitpick on 
I think what you're pointing out is a, is a larger trend of like, so yeah, I, the I, onboarding yeah, sucks. I, I, and I, I totally I, I agree. I lashed out no, no, very 100%. quickly in a bunch of different directions there. But yeah, no, I've, I've done, I've, I've gone through the, uh, the steps. And I mean, honestly, some of this is, is definitely going to end up in the script is the, sure. the mm-hmm. number of hurdles, the number of like, oh, yeah. the number of oh, yeah. barriers and so, hidden complexities and hidden pitfalls that are like, that from an outside perspective seem yeah. very deliberately downplayed. Sure. Um, yeah. They are definitely downplayed. like they are downplayed. raised a yeah. flag for me that it's like yeah. oh like if you it's like oh yeah if you want to sell an NFT you just mint it and they make it sound so simple it's like well no 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 it's very expensive it kind of is simple but it has all these emergent things it can be simple but if you wanted to do anything yeah if you wanted to do anything all right here's a smart contract I hope you're both a lawyer and a programmer that's pretty good yeah I feel like um. Oh, fuck. I had something really good to say. Shit. Damn it. Um, you got to write these things down. This Matt. has been a I good know. conversation. I just want to say, I just want to say, like, we're disagreeing, yeah. but the, 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 the vibe oh. is good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel um, that way. I think um, you're right that the onboarding problems are downplayed. Um, but I think that the digital security aspect, the like, here's your secret phrase, it's the most important thing in your life, I think that's just honest. Our digital lives are already like half as important as our analog lives. And the fact that people don't think that and that like my digital life is controlled by X, like the U S government or facebook.com or Twitter. Like that's like the, the fact that I like that this is so important to me is just honest and, yeah, it's kind of it's a freak yeah, out, right? I just I see the like to me there's just the deep irony of like we're building a decentralized web now pour all of your stuff into this one yeah, yeah, bucket. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a like, problem, okay, right? Like, like because we already like we actually already benefit a lot from decentralization in that our digital identities are heavily decentralized. They mm-hmm. do it like, you know, yes, a lot of it mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. in, you know, three so the companies like it's in Amazon, right. Google and uh, sure, and Facebook, sure. but it's also like it's also spread across like, you know, a dozen forums. It's spread across like right, how right. many different Infinitely discord many servers where you can change yeah. your username, your profile totally, picture, you can totally. be a different person in totally. 50 different places. Yeah, um, and yeah. we we do enjoy the benefits of decentralized identity and I think we have technically a lot of the web decentralized promise, identity, but we don't have the power over that is also decentralized and importantly not ours, right? Like all power given to those decentralized entities are is lent to us by Discord allowing me to change my settings and change my nickname, by Twitter being like, yes, you can be on the platform today. Like it, the technology, like the situational identity, which is something that I love about the internet, right? Like create yeah. an identity that is a different version of you in a different context, like that's amazing. Um, and I think that people should have multiple identities, not like Anon, but like, oh, this is my fan account for this thing. Like, I think that's really, yeah. really cool. Um, but the power over that is not centralized to me, right? Like, if if power is to be centralized in a <laughs> in a <laughs> digital identity system, it should be with the user whose digital identity it is. Um, and that is like not what what it is today. And so I'm like, yeah. I mean, I I would disagree on like just purely like philosophical semantic grounds mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can delete your account at any point, and yeah. and that is you know, I mean they're the, allowing the kind you of the ultimate sort of to control. delete your account. 
Well, it's like they're allowing you to delete your account, but like, what does deleting your account actually like mean? And if you've created your identity on the blockchain, then it is by definition even less deletable. That's true. Than uh, that's true. You know, it's, it like, is that it's like Facebook fully just promises though. to delete your account. The right. blockchain doesn't even promise to delete it. In fact, right. it does the opposite. It tells you to go get stuff. Then right. It's like no, well, immutable, bitch. I will say that deletion is an add-on feature of Web3, right? Like deletion, like deletion and removability and yeah. erasability must be like intentionally added to a thing because obviously immutability is the default. And that's a blessing and a curse. Um, yeah. I mean, and this was a yeah. big conversation like 10 years ago, like the right mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah. the, the yeah, digital, right digital privacy, right. Yeah. the right to remove right. and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's yeah. a, like anyone listening, like there's a very healthy philosophical, like, background for this for uh for for this conversation that we're just like skimming across crazy fast totally no i i I do have another kind of like point that i wanted to bring up which is Mm -hmm. there like just i mean maybe maybe you all actually agree with me on uh on this front but like this is going back to sort of the completely unrealistic evaluation of what the tools can and can't do so so ipfs is a thing that i'm actually kind of excited for i think ipfs is uh is interesting as a future web protocol i think it's got good tech i think it actually has a lot of promise for like bringing the web a little bit back to you know Mm -hmm, the the mm -hmm, battle mm -hmm. days of geocity just by like lowering the operational cost you know the big reason why like facebook and youtube took over is because the operational cost of running your own server and like if you got popular you you got screwed the like you know if you got slash dotted Mm -hmm. you know your 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 site was dead yeah your your site was dead and now oops you owe you know three thousand dollars for the day uh because Mm -hmm. of the because of the spike in bandwidth costs and so i think like ipfs has some like you know has uh has promise in terms of like distributing that you know and Mm -hmm. like lowering kind of lowering those costs and you know share like literally sharing the the load Right, right, right. Um, but there's this perspective and I see it deployed a lot where it's like, oh, you put it on IPFS and it like it becomes eternal. It becomes like infinite. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to put yeah. it on IPFS yeah. and it will be available forever. And it's like, yeah. well, no, that is disingenuous. It's still servers. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, still it's still servers. Hardware. Someone has to hold the file around and serve the yeah. bandwidth. Right. You know, if somebody's yeah. got to be the pinning server and if you if the yeah. pinning server goes offline, if the pinning node goes offline, it eventually mm-hmm. rots mm-hmm. out of the system. And it like yeah. and if it wasn't popular, it rots out fast. And Jonathan, right. like even just like you yeah. were you had your Song of Dao announcement, yeah. you were getting people in your mentions being like, if it's like, is it going to be on IPFS <laughs> forever? And it's like, well, yeah. right. it's I mean, still I can do my best. Like yeah. a yeah. like a smart contract, it's still like it's not magic; it's software. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, the blockchain mm-hmm. is software. Like, I mean, you can yeah. go, pinning you can servers, even go, hardware. You, you can even go another step further with that and be like, um, with even on-chain stuff, which I know you're f- familiar with, and be like, yeah, but is this is this library you're using going to exist in a right. hundred years? Right. You know what I mean? There like was, you're saying, oh man, there tr- was one the one of the generative art projects where like our entire our entire algorithm is on-chain except the js library i'm like that's right, the, the thing P5. that makes your thing <laughs> yeah, work yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah so, i mean so with these tools yeah. all you're given is is like guarantees and assumptions and when people like skate over those you get like the, the what's communicated is incorrect right the mental model that's passed on is wrong yeah. right like ipfs is not forever but in it can be in these situations and you have the guarantee that if someone has the exact bytes 
um, and still has those after 100 they years, could choose they can to serve become a pinning it. server. Exactly. And they yeah. can serve it at that address forever. Um, like you have this like content addressability guarantee, which says that like this file hasn't changed since um, you saw it over here and it's over here now, right? Like those are useful properties, but when people yeah. package it all up, it's like they're just it's it's just ingenuous. It's I like, want oh, to direct like, you. File. It's like well, okay, like Filecoin. I'm like file. It's just an FTP service. Like I could buy <laughs> yeah. one of those back in the '90s. Like, yeah. it's like I want right, to. Yeah. I want to direct you to. I don't know exactly what the tech is because um, I'm not super up on that is this are we but our friend no no our no, friend okay, jason bailey um, oh yeah who who's creating something called club nft and he's his sort of his sort of I angle think. is to create solutions for collectors to right, sort right, of take right. control of their collections and right. you know and 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 address this exact thing that you're talking about which is yes it's not forever um yes things disappear in fact jason you know jason was one of these people who was in the space as early as we were and um you know he bought a bunch of pieces on on what are now dead nft sites that that, mm -hmm. that basically all the thing that we always talked about happening happened to him where now he just owns a hash yeah. that has no image associated with it because the servers um are gone mm -hmm. and so he is creating a company called club nft specifically to sort of attempt to help collectors yeah. Yeah. sort of it, not, not, not the, I think the idea, and I could be wrong about this is like to not pass that off to like, Oh, I'm going to post, I'm going to just give it to IPFS or whatever. And like, just try, mm -hmm. but to give them tools that they can them themselves use to, mm -hmm. uh, preserve. So basically the, like a self, like a, effectively a self-serve node. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 And there's this like, yeah, these assumptions I mean, that would are actually like P5. Be, like that would be that mm -hmm. would be an interesting service to offer. That it's like you know, it's like here's an easy over the counter. Yeah. Like here's a way. Like here's an over the counter solution to set up your own IPFS nodes, so that if anybody, you know, like anything that you've bought, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. gets, yeah. you know, it makes sure it gets a copy on your node and it becomes a pinning node, so that you're effectively yeah. self serving and that I mean, uh, thing for as long incentivized as incentivized to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the, a, the, you know, that's an interesting. The bottom solution. line, though, I mean, you're right that like, and here's the thing. Mo like 99.9% .9 of people who, who buy NFTs and are very enthusiastic about it right, right. don't understand this any is, of this. Yeah, and, this and is a that fundamental... Is a, it's, it's, it's hard to say it's a fundamental problem. It is a problem, but this goes back problem. to my spicy take. Yeah. Um, this is my spicy, spicy, spicy take, is that it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It, like, like... The, the the overarching the, the, broad yeah. paint struck that like yes, yes this thing exists on IPFS and exists this. forever I think that's okay to an yeah. extent um, it, the technology has to be has to provide enough guarantees to like underpin that to some level um, <laughs> pin but like the general broad stroke of like this is a digital object and it will continue to exist that supports a societal like a cultural delusion in the nicest way to say that like. I think that's amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it's sort of an issue that the, a lot of these technical tools are being sold at what they might future do or what they don't like. They're being sold in a very positive rose colored lens um, and sold in both a metaphorical and a literal way. A phrase I have used a, a lot recently is I, I have no trust for people who can't be honest about what their tools can't do. 
Mm. because Mm -hmm. this is the this is the situation that i keep running into is people like it's like oh like we should put medical records on the blockchain and it's like no you absolutely should not no there are so many reasons why you should not do that we'll just hash it and it's like that doesn't matter you don't get it you don't understand you know it's like you need to be honest there's a lot of like you know Mm -hmm. like supply chain stuff with the enterprise metaverse there's a lot of things that are that I think are you know that that fill that fit in this bucket of like this is the panacea you know this is the thing that's going to fix everything, which has always been bullshit. And I think I think um, well, I mean, a lot know, of that was just that it's like oh well, you know, it's like we can we can do these supply chain things, and then it's like we'll be resi- like you know, blockchain is resistant yeah. to man in the middle attacks, and it's like well, yeah, yeah. it is, but like man in the middle attacks aren't the problem. Like the problem is people input fraudulent data at the source, exactly. and then their yeah. contact it's, on the other it's end. It's not in is the middle; like, it's at either you know, it's end. Like, yeah, the person, the person at the end, like says, "It's like, oh, there's three pallets on the truck. Yeah, four pallets arrive. Right, <laughs> one goes like, and then one one disappears. Yeah, yeah. So, but but fundamentally, um, it I think it does come down to this: like, do can you can you accept how early it is in the um, evolution of these, like, sort of... Well, no, you have to go back even further. Yeah. So, like, cause just to start wrapping up, first, first, the very basic thing that we might disagree on is, is there anything new here? And Matt and I would say yes. And then the second thing is... I would, like, I would you... say yes, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> yeah, Sure. You know, to, to to you know, I'm speaking. I think for both me and Matt, like this idea of of a digital object, a different kind of digital object that that hasn't been able to exist before. That that you know, asterisk. Yes, it takes it takes a bit of a leap of faith um, to get there. But like, I do think that there's like a like a fundamentally new digital object that is in existence. Uh, the second step is. Can you accept that, like, we're so freaking early in the development of and the understanding of and the the tooling of and everything around this thing that um, it, it this is this is my perspective is that it's it remains to be seen if anything will will come of it if anything could come of it, but I I take the view that like we actually need people who in the space who are um good <laughs> you know who 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 are who are approaching it yeah. thoughtfully yeah and I... be to, to make sure that it doesn't become the, the 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 hellscape that it has the potential to become right and i had this i mean this immediately reminds me of an interaction that i had with vidme um what was that for five years ago now Mm -hmm. um where i was criticizing their platform for like kind of their their lofty claims versus the product that they were actually delivering and the way that they had you know by like advertising themselves as like you know the 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 place where you can do what youtube won't let you do Mm. you know where like you're free of that like you know the 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 firm hand that it's like okay well so you just immediately attracted like Mm -hmm. the worst people Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. worst people and like so i criticized that 
and the CEO immediately jumps on Twitter. It's like, well, why don't you? It's like you gotta mm-hmm. like why mm-hmm. why are you, you gotta being get in so there. negative? Yeah. Why don't yeah. you like come into the fold and yeah. help us yeah. like yeah. fix it? Yeah. It's like not my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, well. Here's here's what I'm saying though is like. If you're not excited by it, then you're not excited by it. But yeah. you know the, the the what I would what I would posit to you is that is that this idea that that the the scammers are driving the ship um, uh, may, may be true. It, it it certainly feels true at times, um, and it's and I will not deny that that is a huge that those these people are a huge part of it. And, and by I mean, the way, I, like even, like even just like, not even just the scammers, but the, like the, the financialization yes. aspect, yes. you know, that like, I, I, I mean, I looked over the whole song of Dow uh, mm-hmm. pitch. Like it looked, it looked interesting. It was well constrained. I think it had very realistic uh, expectations. We there was no a lot token. of expectation management you know, that you put into that. We have no token specifically yeah. because like, because you know every project has a token. I'm like, I don't want a token for many reasons, and maybe we'll have a token someday. But like, you know, I I want to. There's already some financialization of it, and I want to. And by the way, I also have ways for people to bot to to earn song a day songs. There's a I didn't I haven't tweeted about this yet, but if you if you complete like a 31 day challenge of like making something every day. You don't have to pay for a song. You right, can, right, right. You can get one that way, and so I'm trying That's to build cool. in. I'm trying to build in ways. I'm trying to build it in a way that is not that is not bad. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, really yeah, trying. Yeah. But um, but in but the uh, yeah in the ecosystem, like yes. just on a raw capital level, compared to like you know uh, legitimate um, things like CyberCongs, you know, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, like yeah. Th- your orders of magnitude um separated from those and 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 if they if they cash out of of the economy that you're participating in that economy basically stops existing right maybe i mean is is the the risk like i i mean i don't i mean that's that's my the the, the sense in the, some the ways, I, in some ways, gotten. I would be, I would be thrilled. Honestly, <laughs> like, thrilled if, they, if they bailed, if out. they yeah. cashed out, like having just spent this week in New York, you know, and Matt can speak to this. Like, it was genuinely was depressing lot. at times. It was I, genuinely, and it it, you know, we're we're the most optimistic people. And but I will say, here's the thing: is like there's these there's these like enclaves. We almost feel like the of of genuine thoughtful people trying to do something interesting with these tools that we that we perceive to be new and and the and the you know i want to wrap up here in a minute but like the thing i would i would want to like press you towards as much as possible is like to seek those people out before you put out before you do before you do put your final touches on and we can put you in touch with some of them but like uh it's it's those people that from the very beginning that I've been attracted to and and simultaneously repelled by, you know, by and by the other stuff. And I'm not going to yeah. deny that the other stuff exists. Of course it does. And it's and yeah. it's and it's it can be frustrating at times. Um, yeah. But like you said, I don't but I, I would I would disagree with you that I think like if if those people cashed out that it would mm. crash like. Mm-hmm. During the whole crypto winter, people were building amazing things, and the 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 you know people it soldiered on, um, 
And if ETH goes, you know, if ETH tanks tomorrow, um, in some ways I'll be like somewhat relieved if I'm honest, like because it it, it will it will clear the decks a bit of like the yeah. the grifters and the people right. who are just in it um, yeah. for the yeah. short term. Yeah, and we saw that happen during the last bear market thing. Um, yeah, there's a sort of perverse like, aha, thank God the price is going down, right? Because yeah, no, it changes it changes the incentives for being involved. And I think there is a valid point that you're making, which is that like maybe there is something new here, and we agree that yes, but that new thing has been co-opted in some way or another by this larger like systemic problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and again on sort of the philosophical grounds, like my my read on it from from my research isn't mm-hmm, isn't mm-hmm. that it's being co-opted by them it's it was built it's by that them. it is it's yeah. their well, you're you're a passenger yeah. in the back of their bus yeah which is interesting because i think every single thing that we've talked about today um was not here in 2018 every project every mm. every everything we've talked about wasn't here in 2019 wasn't here in 2018 wasn't didn't exist in 2017 um, and that's, that's just an interesting note. Yeah. I mean, I do think, I, I, I mean, I'll agree, like just on a, it, just factual observable reality basis, like yeah. it's very young, like that's just yeah. numbers. Like, and also uh, that, um, what I'm, what I'm pointing out is that I think the perspective that one gets arriving in 2021 is inherently different and inherently, um, not inherently, but like is uh made up more so of more recent events and that is that's a specific perspective yeah i mean it certainly color it, it absolutely colors my uh yeah yeah i yeah. want to say something else too about about the people that 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 built the bus and are driving the bus like what you're saying mm-hmm. like from the very beginning <clears throat> from my perspective um and i'm not you know i'm not like the the biggest expert on this but from my perspective like there's a there's a there's a marked difference between the culture of Bitcoin and the culture of Ethereum. Um, and <sighs> oh, okay, no. oh no, sure, oh, no. sure. Oh, no. All right, <laughs> I will accept I will accept this premise for the co- for for the purpose of conversation. Yeah, okay. I, I just I mean, um, and you and I'm not saying that like the culture of Ethereum is is perfect, but I would say that like the 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 founding people and the people that are at the heart of like what actually not the money people, but the people who are at the the heart of actually like building um, the protocol and building the things that make it work. They are the people that I've met anyway are extremely Mm -hmm. thoughtful and are in it for what I would say are the, you know, not purely sort of financialization reasons. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if so we accept it, that it, technology it, is imbued with the values of its creators at both like the foundational level and at the like application level with what people are actually using. Um, like, I think that's a, that's a good point as well is that like Ethereum but, is built with some ideology in mind. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the caveat that I would put there is these cribbing notes from, you know, like ultimately, mm-hmm. like I mean, because like okay, so I've I've read a bunch of Vitalik's um, stuff recently, and I I mm-hmm. think uh, I think he's failed 
at a lot of the things he aimed to accomplish with Ethereum. Um, mm. I, I think the the beast immediately got away from him because he was cribbing notes from Bitcoin, and mm -hmm. Bitcoin was built to be money. Uh, mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. Ethereum has inherited that core flaw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a spicy one. I would have to. That's I a spicy read. take. Yeah. What yeah. What have you read specifically that makes you feel that way? Um, so I've been I uh what's what's it called the infinite machine it's a book that came out mm -hmm. two years ago um on kind of the like it but it's a the, it's a book the, on the like founding of ethereum and like the whole yes right the whole yeah, process right. through it and like I've, i mean and the funny thing that i found in it was that like basically mm -hmm. i i i don't even think vitalik would entirely like disagree with me um because mm -hmm. he's he's said as much like there's a number of quotes from him in the book about like you know you know when the market cap crossed like i think it was like one billion dollars and he had this statement of like what have we done to like justify a market mm -hmm. cap of one billion dollars are we actually mm -hmm. worth one billion dollars so i think like on that like i don't even think you would entirely disagree with me that like the the philosoph like the heady phil philosophy you know the mm -hmm. values that that were attempted to be imbued into ethereum um weren't that mm -hmm. it's still mm -hmm. it still inherited the the flaws of being built to be money what do you think about Vitalik in general? Like, what is your read what, as 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 a, as a skeptic? What is your like read of him oh, as a complicated? As a, yeah, yeah. Um, I complicated. I haven't. I haven't really kind of landed on a. I, I think a a, 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 a mental, summary a of those emotions, but yeah. um, you know, like it. It certainly not. You know, certainly not like disgust or or anything like that. I've I've got a yeah, yeah. That's probably a really unsatisfying no no answer sure. to that question. <laughs> so yeah. I'll I'll I will I will admit that I that like um that I have you know that 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 my bias probably comes from like knowing people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, absolutely. You you and when you, you meet know people and you behave differently. Yeah, and you, you think meet differently people. of them. Right, exactly. Yeah. You you meet people and you're like, this is a person, and they yeah. are they are, they, they are little. thoughtful, and they right. they approach that happened this to me and, the other day. Um, I did something bad on the internet and apologized for it, and then met someone uh, at a party the other day, and I've got like bejewels on my face, and we're having fun. They're like, oh my god, you're a human being at the same party that I am with uh, jewels on your face. I have to deal with this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I yeah. I've I've met I've met people in real life who have said very very awful yeah. things to me over the internet, and then suddenly and then suddenly they become like a real person. Like, oh, like, oh you're, I'm yeah. sorry, I did that. Yeah, right, right. And you're like, whatever. Okay, it's okay. You I accused guess. me of crimes. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Oh my god. Oh, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about too. So um, totally, totally, our perspectives are of the people involved are going to be maybe softer or less critical or, or influenced by the multitude of um, micro expressions that exist in. Yeah, like my primary exposure to Vitalik is entirely um, is entirely mediated by, you know, the effectively like the medium of text, the medium of, of mm -hmm. you know, like cold, uh, cold interaction and. You know that, you know, the, 
I have a lot of criticisms of the the Eternal Machine as a book. Like I think it borders on hagiography mm. at times, mm-hmm. um, but like it certainly <laughs> you know, but it contains a lot of direct quotes that you can like. You know, I mean, like it contains a lot of direct right. quotes, and it still contains a like timeline of of you know actions right. that it's happened got some... in reality. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'd like to. Oh, read go that. ahead. No, I was um, just say. So uh, let's wrap up here, but I want to do like a quick. I want to do a. Uh, I want to do a, a a lightning round. Yeah. Or, assuming, did you did you look at the projects that I sent you over DM? Uh, a couple of them. Um, yes. Did you look at like amulets? Uh, I don't remember amulets. amulets. Oh my! My favorite thing about amulets right is now. Robin Sloan, the author, uh, literally just sent an email today to the newsletter um, about his Web three skepticism, and oh. um, it was a good read. And he opens with like, you know, I'm a sci fi writer. I care about the future of the internet. Um, I made an NFT project that is well received, and indeed, yeah. I am its biggest fan. Um, and then proceeds to have a lot of the same concerns um, that oh, we talked okay. about I, here. I did look at this. I just I just clicked the link again. I yeah. mm-hmm. so amulets, I uh, yes or no? Amulets, good or bad? Um, <laughs> Hot or not? <laughs> I Hot or not? honestly like just like neutral on it. I honestly okay. really? did not. Okay. Well, because this is this was sort of the thing. Like I. Because I'm just now remembering that, like, oh, I have seen this web page before. It yeah. it didn't really make um, an impression. An impression on, on you. Okay. So okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a. Deaf yeah. beef. Did you look at deaf beef's work? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, isn't that amulet? No, no, oh, that's no, that the was next Robin guy. Sloan. Yeah, deaf beef. So is amulets the... are amulets are just like the little bits of text that create um, hashes, and in the hashes. There's a there's a series of eights, and depending on how many eights are in the hash, it becomes uncommon. It becomes like you know different more, rarities, different rarities based on the eights. Yeah. So I'm looking at the message you sent me. I'm going to be honest. I thought those were like the same thing. Uh, I thought that was just like you know. Uh, there's like here here's oh, the project text. link. Here's oh, the guy's oh, here's Twitter. Their, oh, so I never. Oh, I, see. So I didn't actually uh, click through it, so I haven't seen that one. Gotcha. Okay. So you haven't seen which one? Deaf beef. Deaf beef. No. That's uh, so. Look okay. at Def I clicked so through. Def Beef. I clicked through that, but that's like, but that's yeah. brand new to me at like this exact okay. second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for you to talk to or meet Def Beef because Def Beef is a is a prime example of someone whose work only I think could get attention and be ex- appreciated for how cool it is in mm-hmm. in given in the given content. the medium. Yeah. Given so the medium context. of a of a like a one of one like I can own this thing. Um, right, so it's it's generative, uh, generative music and audio completely on chain using nothing but a C compiler. Okay, well, yeah. I wouldn't um, say completely, but yeah, the only dependency is the C compiler, which C compiler. is an assumption you make, but I think it's a safe assumption that a C compiler C's will a exist for the rest of firm. time. Yeah, <laughs> C is a pretty what, uh, firm foundation to to build. Right, on. like P five is a bit more abstract, and so like all of the art block stuff is like, yeah, we'll keep P five version five around forever, but. <laughs> Um, C compilers will be here until the end of time. Um, oh no, the link that I did to to Mitchell F Chan's website. Oh, didn't work. oh, that's going to be so, a heady NFT take. I think you'll like this in in the exact uh for the exact same reason I do. Okay, um, really quick, really quick. Then let's get a let's get an up or down on Mitchell F Chan, and Matt is going to explain it to you. Or, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, the link's not working. I'm not remembering what I was, what it was. Yeah, anymore. the link is not working. I don't know why. Here, Matt's going to explain it to you, though. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1958, I believe, 
um eves klein famous conceptual artist made yep. the famous color blue um yep. hosts a gallery opening in which there is nothing on the walls and says that in each room is the essence the vibe the sensibility he called it of that color blue um suggesting that why like if what we're affecting is a feeling in someone the medium of doing so is less interesting than the feeling um and then proceeded to sell additioned works of that vibe of the color blue um which people bought for pure gold and then there's this whole thing the only way to buy it was with pure gold yeah and then there was this idea of what you get for the gold is a receipt, a paper receipt uh, that says you own edition nine of the sens- sensibility of the color blue. Uh, but to truly experience that sensibility, to actually Im- feel the vibe, one must destroy the receipt, burn it, and uh, Eves Klein will chuck half the gold into the river Sen uh, and the ritual will be complete and you'll have experienced this um, sensibility, vibe. this immaterial nature of the color blue. Um, that's a cool piece of art, 1958. Yeah. Mitchell F. Chan in 2017 is looking at this, looking at digital uh, blockchain, digital scarcity, is like, oh, we can translate this project, this idea online. And my perspective of this is that in doing so, uh, found its true nature as an artistic experiment. Um, and then, of course, by translating this idea of addition uh, receipts online, he basically created an NFT before we had the word NFT. And um, what you own on the blockchain is a receipt to a thing, the immaterial sensibility of the color blue, in which case Mitchell's is the color blue at sunset, I believe, a specific shade of blue at sunset. And if you want to experience this, you must burn the token, uh, which sends half the ether you paid for it into the burn address, much like the River Sen, and then you get to experience the color blue. And the reason I like this is because it's the most NFT that ever NFT'd. It's like, here <laughs> yeah. is a receipt yeah. to a something that doesn't exist. And, like, that's it. Like, congrats. Like, it's it's just so... It, it is both the beginning and the end of NFTs. I mean, I have, I have a, a certain amount of... Um... I have a soft spot in my heart for these types of these types of art projects. Obviously, use Klein, you know, famous, uh, famous mm-hmm. example. Um, in 2018, I when I was still on uh, Drip um, before I moved oh, to yeah. uh, before I moved to Patreon, um, one of my uh, one of my rewards was I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even record it. I that it's like I promised. I, I that it's like I I will take all of your names, write them on a piece of paper, and like burn it on the equinox. Oh my god! Yes, and it was <laughs> yeah, like that's great. You know, and it's yeah. like yeah, that's and it. We're yeah, like yeah, that's it right there. And I didn't even record it. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's beautiful. Would, that's kind of it. Feels like it's part of it now. Yeah. So, you know, like, so I definitely have a soft spot for like, you know, the, those types of art projects, but at the same time, like having done one, you know, there's mm-hmm. like, you kind of also got to be willing to take the piss as well. Oh, of course. Oh, sure. No. Oh, so absolutely. That's, again, this yeah, is why I like yeah. it. It's yeah, the right. most NFT in, yeah. you know, so I, if I don't, all perspective I, I, is a circle. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> thumb to the side, then. Yeah, thumb, thumb to the side. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can, I, I, I yeah. can get yeah. on board. With I can that. be on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, what Dan, else? this was. Autobus? I do, I do yeah. like these. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm scrolling down Def Beef's yeah. uh, feed. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I like the output of these. I think they're you know, incredible. Yeah, yeah his, this his is pretty. Work this is, is rad work. 
Yeah, they workers. projected it on some walls at NFT NYC, and that was, I think, the coolest experience was was seeing one of these was go off those, yeah, on real the, life. Yeah, like it, it looked like it was projection mapped onto the thing. It was just quite nice. Um, well, I'm not sure if we if any minds were changed, but that's okay because I mean, we I, had I, I've got a goal. lot to think about. I thought of a there's I. I in the middle of all of this, I thought of a comparison that yeah. was, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, okay, um, that I'm, I, I don't know if the yield on it is, is sufficient or where to go, but like the, mm. I mean, in crypto, I, all the yields are sufficient. <laughs> all the yields are sufficient. Sorry. It's like, I, it's like, okay, I, I, I have, I have things I need to, uh, I need to chew on, I think in order mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Like oh, really good. make sure yeah. that my arguments are thorough. Mm, totally. Um, well, and honestly, good. I think this that, has been valuable for me as like a yeah. gut check, right? Like that's that's it's really fun, not fun, but useful um, to fun. be like, hey, maybe you're flying too close to the sun, Icarus. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and then you can peek around and be like, oh, where is the sun? Thank you for the double check. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for braving, uh, coming on, coming, <laughs> coming on the, the longest running NFT podcast as an NFT yeah. skeptic. And, uh, um, this was a blast. I, you know, I, had a, like, I had a really good time. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, we've, we've never, you. we've never had a skeptic yeah, once before. So I think it's, I think it's, it's a really worthwhile thing to do. Um, and, uh, you can find, you can find, uh, Dan on the old, uh, Twitter's. At, what is it? It's, fo- it's foldable, foldable human. human, right? Yeah. Yep. Foldable human. You can find his YouTube channel, Folding Ideas. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Song of the Man. Matt is one of the many Matts. Let's hope that Matt has a. Oh, tell them about tell them about your dream project. Oh, let's yeah. let's hope that Matt has a dream tonight. Here's Matt's. We uh, get a. Let's get a thumb up or down on my two art projects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one is I have implanted an NFT into my hand uh, via a chip. And if you tap your phone to the chip in my hand, you get an NFT. Um, this is a sort of digital scarce thing made physically scarce, playing with the distribution of scarce resources. Um, and now we have... You can only get it by you if can you only, see him in person and, right, t- right. and, and scan his right. hand. So that's that's one. Um, and then the other is... Yeah, it's cute, right? Yeah. Um, and the other one is based on this question of oh, which we didn't even really go into is how no. when you make digitally scarce things, you have to decide how many of them there are, right? It's an artificial like decision. God, I, hate um, that. I wanted to, <laughs> I know, right. It's, I went through a year and a half of philosophy one one to get over my like fear of this, like artificial scarcity thing. It, it was, that was a rough time. Um, and, but I wanted to side sidestep the question altogether. And so I said, okay, cool. What's a, uh, what's something I can't control of which I am the author? And the answer is I talk in my sleep. And so every time I do that, I auto translate that into text and then use that text to create an AI VQ GAN clip, whatever the new thing is. I have a collaborator who knows how to do AI things. Um, translate that into a video, smash it all together, upload it as an NFT. And so now I am both the author, but have no conscious control over the scarcity of this thing, which is hilarious because so far since the project has started like two weeks ago i've only slept talk <laughs> once which is so annoying i wanted there to be more but i i, I don't have any control gonna be honest that was a little weird 
<laughs> yeah. And I the like chip the, in the hand like wasn't. The that's chip. really I like interesting. The wrist chip. Yeah. I like that's, okay. that's well, really the wrist chip. Like, okay, so the wrist chip is like, you know, I mean, again, divorced from kind of these bigger like the, the yeah. dragon on the horizon questions right. you know it's right. like oh like that's like it's you know i've i've got sitting next to me here a stack of uh all of the cards i've gotten at mm-hmm. vidcon mm-hmm. oh for yeah, exactly. you know mm-hmm. like 10 years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, poaps have you have you, have you discovered poaps and nfts poaps no yeah, yeah proof of attendance protocol it's an nft that you get for going to a thing. It's like okay. ticket stubs. So, right. It's like, yeah, it's it's like, like you go stubs. to a concert, you scan it with your thing, and you get the poet, and that's the only way yeah. to get it. And you can get a poet for like attending a community call on Discord or whatever it is, you know, like whatever right, right. whatever you want to give it away for. But but yeah. 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 So, I mean, so that kind of stuff, it's like, it's like four square, you know, like I, I understand yeah. Yeah. the the... The you know, in- the the impetus and incentive behind Foursquare. I don't want to participate in Foursquare because right. I don't know want people to know where I am. Uh, <laughs> but like, but like, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't throw away cards that YouTubers give me at uh, mm-hmm. right. at at VidCon. They, you know, I right. get home, they go in, they go in my stack, and it's like, mm-hmm. so like I, uh, yeah, so like yeah. I get the I get the chip thing, I get the wrist chip. I understand. Yeah, nice. it makes yeah, sense yeah. to me. But the sleep talking, <laughs> the sleep talking <laughs> one's a little. It's a bridge too far. <laughs> I I I understand the philosophy of everything that you said in that, in terms of mm-hmm. like wanting to like seed control over you know over the uh, product and the production. Um, mm-hmm. You know that I think is interesting, but like at the end of the day, it's clips of you sleep talking. Yeah, but you have to see. Well, you have to see. So we'll send you the one, the one yeah, that was I'll, made. Well, there's the, there's really the one funny. that there's the one that was an example, and there's one that that was made, and you, the, you have to see it in context with the AI stuff. It's mm-hmm. very okay. funny. Okay, all right. So it's, oh, like, it's very it's, surreal. Yeah, it's very surreal and funny. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um, should I do the exit bit? Yes, please take us out. Take us. Take, uh, right, right. I mean, I feel like it, we I could think... do this forever, but yeah, and Dan, um, I mean, okay, just, well, yeah, thank you, thank you again for having me. I, yeah, oh, of thank course, you. Of course, yeah. we'll have you again, maybe after your video, and we'll see. What's, mm, that'd what's, be really fun. What's yeah. entire? We'll see if you're still talking to me. Right, 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 once right, all right. of crypto Twitter has like has bombarded has you for like, for days. Yeah. Yeah. For days, we'll have oh, you back on, and yeah. All right, Matt, take us out. Everybody, um, although perhaps excluding NFT skeptics, uh, <laughs> but if you would like to, everybody, uh, get nifty. Uh-huh.